Welcome to Bite-Sized Agency Briefs, a webinar series that packs a ton of important agency information on one topic from one expert into a 25-minute brief. Why 25 minutes? Because who has the attention span for much more these days? And you can squeeze in a listen between meetings with time for a bathroom break or coffee refill before your next meeting. Thanks for tuning in. This is Bite-Sized Agency Briefs. I'm your host, Steve Guberman from Agency Outsight, where I coach agency owners to build the agency of their dreams. I'm here with my friend, Jenny DeWitt from Rebranded Media, who's joining me from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Thanks so much for joining me, Jenny. How are you? I'm I'm good. How are, yeah. how are you, Steve? I'm, I'm cold. It's winter here. <laughs> yeah. You, listen, I'm an avid snowboarder, and I've been watching the snow in Chile, and so, yeah, I, I get it. Um, it's warm here. It's, I don't know, in the nineties today in New Jersey. So, um, yeah, throw that at you. I don't, I do not miss that. I do. Yeah. I don't miss that. So you're a New York native traveling well, the world, of. running I mean, an agency. What's that? What's that like? Digital nomading. Digital nomading. I'm actually a Florida native. Ah, okay. I'm one of those people who was actually born in Orlando. We're a rare breed. Um, huh. and I'm, I'm a New York part-time resident. And, uh, so being a digital nomad started for me a little over a year ago and it has been phenomenal mm. in that I can, it really stretches your perception of, of not only who you are, your place in the world and being a U.S. citizen, you know, we, our passport comes with a lot of power and freedom and flexibility. So entering countries that um, have really not been on people's radars mm -hmm. of, of late has been yeah. really, really fun. So I started in the Republic of Georgia and I lived in Tbilisi for nine months, which I don't know if you know this, but it's, I mean, at the time, uh, last year, everything was crypto focused. Um, hmm. Like there, there was a Bitcoin ATM in the mall. Wow. So it's really uh, the, the internet there. I've never had faster internet. It was like, we were all on a pipe. It was crazy. Wow. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an incredible experience and, and being it, being what is called a digital nomad, there's, you know, pros and cons to that. But one of the things I try to do when I land in a new place is connect with a co-living uh, place or a co-working uh, mm -hmm. office where you're there with other foreigners, you're there with other people who are making things and you're surrounded by this creative energy. And that, that really, for me has been the key, but it's been incredible. I've learned so much about myself. Uh, yeah. I've learned um, hopefully to be a much better listener in many ways. <laughs> mm. uh, and it honestly makes your brain stretch. Like it, it really is the kind of thing you're not doing the get up, get in the car, drive to the office. It's like, there's no autopilot. Every day is, has your synapses firing, you're activated, you're, you're trying to figure out how to order breakfast or wow. where that's even going to be or what, I mean, you walk out the door and, and, every city has so many different facets to it that it's mm -hmm. like, it's amazing every day, every day. So I feel vibrant. I feel really, truly alive when I'm traveling and living and working 
outside the U.S. I even love in it. multiple yeah. places, you know, like even in multiple places in the U.S., you could go from there to Santa Fe, get an Airbnb for a month, and and it the same kind of thing would happen to you, right? Like that. I think travel really does that a, a lot. Like learning something new, it just it yeah. really challenges you. So it's cool. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Visiting new places. Whether listen, I was on vacation last week just for a week. I shut off. I didn't, I had one work meeting, but even that little bit alone opens your eyes to new things, new experiences, meeting new people. Um, and so what you're doing, getting new perspectives globally, I, I admire the heck out of that. I think it's really amazing. Um, what, what are some of the, so you're also running an agency while you're, you know, living in different countries. What are some of the downsides, not necessarily about the agency, but just this digital nomad lifestyle? Huh, downside. I would say the number one downside is the time zone issue. Um, mm -hmm. So many members of our team are in different areas around the world. Uh, in fact, one our, our main graphic designer is now about to move from Croatia to Thailand. <laughs> so wow. a lot of us are moving and shifting. And so keeping up with um, everyone's time zone has really been a, a challenge. Yeah. Uh, physical, like even Zoom <clears throat> meetings, face-to-face -face meetings are a rarity. Mm -hmm. So we're relying pretty heavily on other communication methods. And that would be the biggest challenge, mm -hmm. to be honest, the time zones. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> even U.S. teams who are now fully remote are encouraging there to be an overlap of time zones. So let's have a core four or five hours that mm -hmm. we're all working at the same time. And there's not a 16 hour lapse between communication drop and things like that. And you're global. So, yeah. you, I mean, upside, you've got somebody always working. Downside, you might need to wait 15 hours, 14 hours before you get a response or yeah. you're able to give a response. So yeah. um, you got to plan for that accordingly, right? We do. Um, it's funny, the, the most recent, we were working on a proposal recently with um, an agency in Tbilisi uh, as and we're working as subject matter experts, so they're waiting on our replies to their questions and needs, mm -hmm. and they're 10, 10 hours ahead. And so I, that was that was a real challenge. There were some yeah. meetings that were happening for me at three a.m., and I just was like, "Can, can you guys just send me the notes?" Like, yeah, I can't. I could log in. I would not be there at three a.m. So. Yeah, it's tough. There is an app that I use to schedule things uh, called Time Buddy, and I have everyone's country in there. And so I can just pick. That's cool. Time. It's yeah, it's really helpful. Yeah. So your agency, Rebranded Media, you've been running it, what, five? Am I right about that? About five years or longer? No, it's 10. It's we are. I'm it. Ah, <laughs> it's <laughs> we. They, what's the pronoun for the agency? I know. Right. Yeah. It. It is 11 years old now. Okay. And yeah. you're currently going through a metamorphosis. I don't want to mm -hmm. use the word pivot because that, but you're, you're evolving. What's we are that, evolving. What's that Although, evolution from and to, and what's inspired and, and kind of sparked that for you? So really, I got back to New York in uh, February and it had been, I took a sort of a long journey from Tbilisi to Athens, Greece, to London. And I'd spent a few months, uh, a couple months on the way home. And I got back to New York and, you know, in the past 12 months, um, 
really the, the metaverse, right, has been the buzzword. And Web3 technology, however, has been around for decades. I mean, mm -hmm. augmented, Yelp was using augmented reality in its app back in 2009. Wow. And it was before anyone was ready, right? So of course it didn't really work. And then Google Glass happened and virtual games have been using virtual elements for forever. I was on Second Life. Do you remember, I mean, Second sure. Life is still around. Yeah. Like the the idea of, of these possibilities sort of opening up and creating, um, creating things, right? So what's happening right now, the shift that I saw when I got back to New York and New York for me, Honestly, I'm just going to say this, okay? It's the capital of the world. For me, mm -hmm. it's the it's, mm -hmm. if you're going to pick one city that is the capital of everywhere, it's New York City. You can find every cuisine, every culture, everything in this one mm -hmm. city. It's also what I discovered when we went through that transition from social media and from web to social media, right? Internet blogs to social media. Oh my gosh. I was there in New York. It was mm -hmm. 2008, 2009. And it was this major wave of excitement and we're going to create yeah. these communities and connect people. It didn't, it hasn't quite, uh, let's say it's morphed and now become this major tool for marketing and advertising. And I think what I saw when I got back this year was, okay, now it's our time to, to, to start over, right? It's our time to like um, take the opportunity to be the creative force behind mm -hmm. what's happening. And the beautiful thing is the technology is already there. We're not having to build a system. The systems are in place, the, the devices are in place, the technology is in place, it's just the application of it. It's the it's taking that, that idea, that shoot for the stars idea and turning it into reality. And it's so creative. And mm. graphic designers now, illustrators are charging more money than they have in history because right. it is, it's their, it's our time up here, right? Like the Goonies. Uh. It's it's an incredible, incredible vibe that's happening, especially in New York City, where you just feel this creative energy, right? So yeah. you and I are in AIGA and we're talking about like, let's make this thing, let's do this thing. And it's just, it's phenomenal. So what I decided to do is I do not, I mean, I don't have the technical know-how to create a virtual environment, but I know how to put a team together. Um, However, I want to stay nimble and I want to be able to travel to different countries. So I decided in, in March to gather a collective, right? Rebranded Media started as a collective back in 2009, a collective of uh, creatives, strategists to help educators. And mm -hmm. now I thought, you know what? My heart, our heart, Rebranded Media really loves working with um, artists and arts organizations. And so, how do we? help these arts organizations, other creative organizations really see a, a unique vision for what their mm -hmm. business could be like in a web three environment. Like what is yeah. a web three website? What is, could we use NFTs for fundraising? Could we use augmented reality in gallery spaces and in museums where education is not necessarily like the main point, but it's the byproduct of these right. creative things that we're coming up with. So I, I put together, I gathered, I didn't put together, I gathered together. You attracted. Uh, 
attracted. Yeah. <laughs> Manifesting generator. Yes. I attracted yep. uh, 12, about 12. It's flex 10 to 12 people, designers, strategists, mm -hmm. uh, developers, uh, organization, masterminds to tap into proposals and projects as they come up. And so we are shifting from being primarily web to and web design, email marketing, social media strategy mm -hmm. to web three strategic consulting um, and integration. So thinking about if a museum is going to be creating a new website, should there be augmented reality components in an app that coincides with the website that kind of ties everything in together? It's very exciting. And so I've yeah. uh, these the people I have on the team now are the ones who know how to build the thing, who know, uh, okay, which development or design house should we go with and what are the skills we need to create this this yeah. actual thing? It's really, it's really fun and exciting. I'm I get to activate like, the creative side, I always wanted, I know I'm talking your ear off here, but I always wanted to have the kind of agency where it was just a room with two sofas and you just get to lie <laughs> on the sofa and dream about stuff, right? Like we could do this or we could do this, or what if we could make this, or what if this connected to this? That's what I get to do right now. And it's so yeah. exciting. It's rare to hear somebody, um, talk about something that they're into as passionately as you just did what honest to god people will talk about what they do what they love what they're into butterflies cars their business their kids whatever you, and 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 if people are just listening to this as opposed to watching the youtube jump over to the youtube because jenny's face is like lit up with web three graphic excitement um <laughs> your th this team that you manifested and attracted some of the people's titles are the coolest titles that you've got listed on your. So oh, yeah. you've got one guy who's real and imagined cities is part of his title. Ooh. Another, another person world builder and another person is chief energy officer. And you've got the others, the strategists, designers, developers, whatever, not to minimize them. I'm sure they're super talented, but those three titles like jumped out at me. Those are quintessential web three building title people like, that to me is beautiful and that there's people that have really jumped into this with both feet to immerse themselves in the technology, be able to find solutions for organizations beyond the Louis Vuittons of the world who just are, have too much money to spend on ideas and crap like that, but nonprofits, education, arts organizations that really can make a difference utilizing this technology and immersing people in what they do and what their causes and purposes are. So I, mm -hmm. I, I love that. Um, Thanks. I, rem I can remember taking the iPhone and sticking it into the cardboard box and, and like, right? this is augmented reality. And now <laughs> it's like worlds beyond that. So uh, yeah, I think it's, it's super exciting. Um, talk about like, what does it take to make that um, morph into this web three? Have you shed all your web two and, and, and traditional marketing clients what does an agency really need to do to like make that shift into learning and, and embracing web three for their clients you know it's it's interesting that you said that because i have been thinking about that recently and if any of my clients are watching right now don't worry <laughs> so, <laughs> shit we got to find I, a new agency 
Yeah. You know, right? No, I, I love my clients and uh, our clients. I love so much working with um, smaller organizations and businesses and really unique niche uh, companies. So they're not going anywhere. I, I mean, I don't know that there could be another agency that has that, um, you know, relationship. Like I know these companies so yeah. well inside and out that I'm essentially one of their employees. So it's, it's too precious of a relationship to say that we're not going to do that anymore. We absolutely will do email marketing because it is so much fun. It is so much yeah. fun to turn brands into stories and get people to open their emails. And I love watching the numbers for mm. that, for them. So there's that. There's also uh, one thing we are going to pull back on uh, in a big way is social media strategy and social media content creation. Uh, one of the things that that I've done for 15 years has that has been a focus. Almost 15. Good God, almost 15 <laughs> years that has been a focus, and I am burnt to a crisp. I just can't. I can't. The idea of the idea of putting any more money or effort into social media right now for me personally is just, I, it, I can't, yeah. and I can't advise my smaller clients to do that either. So that's one area where we're going to be shifting to a much bigger focus, like augmented reality techniques, or mm -hmm. maybe even virtual spaces or virtual experiences, uh, creating destinations for them. One of the things that we're shifting also is instead of calling it a website or mm -hmm. your website, we're calling it your digital identity platform. Because mm -hmm. what I believe is that as individuals, I mean, one of the first things I tell pa new parents to do is just buy your kid's domain name, right? Because it's part of it's part of an I digital identity portfolio. And yeah. thinking about our our place on online is a big part of life. You talk about privacy and security, but really at the foundation of that is who we are as individuals mm -hmm. and how much of that you want to share and own and promote online. Yeah. Well, regardless of how private, private you want to be or how secure, having a place there, a placeholder, let's say for, for me personally, I, I'm, I have a genduit.com. I'm, I'm rebuilding it now. I'm turning it into something a little different, but it is the main place where if you said, Hey, I met this great agency owner, go to genduit.com. That's yep. no one else's genduit.com. I own that. So that's mm -hmm. my property that I can build on. And I think yep. that that idea is now going to be coming back to the forefront as this platform for ways that people can connect with you people who are your potential friends, potential clients, um, employers, partners, vendors. I mean, I really think that the transparency in that is, is going to come stepping up to the forefront. So we're, we're really focused on building digital identity platforms that can grow and scale with businesses or individuals who want to move into a different area. One of my clients is uh, she's multi-talented. She's a podcaster. She's a voiceover artist. She's also a, a meditation leader and a yoga instructor. And so creating a digital identity platform for her to hold mm -hmm. all of those facets of her identity that looks yeah. phenomenal, works really well for getting people to where you want them to go. I mean, mm -hmm. it's paramount, but then 
adding on top of that, well, maybe she also wants to create a cookbook or maybe she also wants to sell products. So it has to be scalable. So we're really focused on creating digital identity platforms that scale with our clients instead of calling them websites because it's yeah. so much so much richer than that. And then moving into Web3. So we have a, a really phenomenal um, potential with uh, working with augmented reality in art spaces, mm -hmm. uh, in art museum spaces and galleries. Um, augmented reality is so incredible. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. Like, I had this idea yesterday. Look, I know we have 25 minutes, but I just have to share this because it's such <laughs> a good idea, right? Someone's Go got to do it. If it's not yeah. me, someone's got to do it. Um, imagine you're uh, walking down the street and it's whatever time of day, but you have your phone, right? And you've got your phone and you're, I'm charging over here and I've got a cup of coffee going, but you've got your phone and you're walking down the street and you can see the map, Google map, whatever map in front of you. And someone from the past comes out of a historic building across the street into a restaurant or into a shop and you can follow them and they're telling you the history of this destination or this wow. place. You can, you can order from the menu something that they uh, can tell you about that's like a historic dish. You can interact with in real life with the owner of that business or the person behind the counter, but also have this other character with you telling you the history of place and why it's important to remember and to recognize. And it just gives it, it, I don't know, it's so creative in, in the way that it makes history accessible and it makes history applicable to right now. And yeah. I just, I love that idea so much. So someone, whoever... I think that's a, I think that's a beautiful idea. And I think it, it exemplifies that the technology is there, like you said, and it really just takes people to think outside of the box of what can it be and how can it help people immerse themselves in whether it's a gallery or walking down the street in some town yeah. and really just being a part of the environment. I love it. There, it it's obviously you could blow it wide open and there's just oh, yeah. an infinite amount of solutions and, and, and fun things that mm -hmm. can be done practical and you call it impractical if it's, you know, just for fun or whatever. So uh, I love it. I love your passion for it. I want to jump. We've got a few minutes left and okay. I love to do these kind of quick rapid fire things yeah. uh, to dig a little deeper. So, um, you, you know, the world has changed thanks to quarantine and pandemic. And I'm curious, what's a, what's a big life lesson that you pulled out of uh, the, the two years or so of pandemic? Ooh, patience. Be patient. Patience. Mm. Yeah. P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E, -E, patience. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, tolerance obviously would be in that bucket as well. Patience but, and tolerance um, go hand in hand for sure. There have, been, there have been more disruptions, daily disruptions in our mm -hmm. lives in terms of supply chain and lifestyle changes mm -hmm. and everything from economic downturn to recession to, I mean, a country with the highest inflation that's been in 40 years. Yeah. Like it, it's patience, just yeah. patience. Just when you're in line at the grocery store, just chill the fuck out. I'm sorry, but just, don't be, just, that's a hundred percent. Chill the fuck like, out. You don't know what people are going through in front of you and behind you and everybody's no, somewhere. Yeah. We do not know anyone else's story. Right. Yeah. So just patience yeah. for almost every situation. And I try to set myself up so that I'm not in a hurry or trying to 
do the, I got to get the thing and do the thing. And, yeah. but it, yeah, just patience Breathe. is a big Yeah. One. Yeah. What's a book, podcast, audio book, something that you're into these days? Oh my gosh. Can it be music? It can be anything. Okay. I'm in Argentina. No rules. Okay. I'm in Argentina. So I did some research on uh, Argentina. First of all, I've got my little guidebook here. So the Lost In awesome. series of guidebooks is really phenomenal. I think it's a company out of Germany, but they're, they have great guidebooks and they have these um, suggestions for like what to read and what to listen to before you go to the country. Mm-hmm. Fell in love with this artist. Uh, her album is Segundo and her name is Juana Molina, hmm. J-U-A-N-A-M-O-L-I-N-A. Yeah, Juana awesome. Molina. And it's so... Her music is so incredible. It's like haunting and heavy, but also like there's dog barks and there's things that you hear, that I hear every day in Argentina in her music. Um, wow. I think she went on tour with David Byrne recently. Okay. So you'll that, have to send me like her Spotify link and I'll throw it in the show notes. Yeah. 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 And then Actually, my, it's in my Substack. Oh, my okay. other life is a, as a travel writer. So you can go to jennyintransit.com and I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Final final question is what is kind of an invaluable piece of advice that you can share with agency owners? Oh my gosh, start right now today. Like just after this finishes, turn this off and start focusing on building a getting, finding, building a web three focused person, team, position, someone in your organization that can help others like understand what's happening and how to move content into a more virtual or augmented reality space, um, look for that person. That person Mm. is going to be your key to building these cyber realities and opening up uh, possibilities for your clients. That person is going to be integral. So they can also lift up your entire agency in the fact that they are on the ground already. They understand NFTs. They know how to make them. They know the, the best platforms, the things that are changing in, in the, the world of everything. It's like, is it sustainable? Is it regenerative? Is it, is it this? They are the people who are going to be able to answer the questions that your clients are going to come to you with. Like, your clients are reading these news stories and they're going to ask you things and that person is going to be able to answer them for you. So love it. find that person. Awesome. Jenny, thank oh. you so, so much. Oh, wait, or hire me. Or hire <laughs> you. There you go. And I'll make sure your contact info is in the notes. So thank you so much for your awesome. time. I appreciate you. It's great to reconnect. Thank um, you. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much. It's great. Thanks. Thanks again for tuning in to Bite-Sized Agency Briefs. As always, if you found value in this episode, chances are someone else will too. So please share it with your network. Also, if you know someone with expert knowledge on a topic that agency owners would love, drop me a note. Let's get them on. Finally, find someone to hug today.